Welcome to the Communication 24-7 podcast, where we communicate about how we communicate. I'm your host, Jennifer Furlong. Navigating through different life experiences as a woman conservative can be a challenge, to say the least. People are often surprised to learn that I've been a registered Republican my entire adult life. After all, if you pay attention to Twitter or watch a lot of MSNBC, one would easily believe that all Republicans are a closed-minded, bigoted, xenophobic, transphobic, racist, misogynistic, uneducated lot. Now, I will be the first to admit, there are some Republicans that I cannot stand, and I find them to be an absolute embarrassment. But if you are familiar with the core values of conservatism, you would know that those who are on the fringe, they do not embody those values. And if you know me, you know that none of those negative descriptions actually apply to me. But the core values of conservatism really do. For example, I very much believe in having limited government. I think if you're waiting for the government to make your life better, then you will be sadly disappointed your whole life. I also take a hard stance regarding individual accountability and fiscal responsibility. I think life is all about choices, and when you make a bad one, just own up to it. Make sure you learn from it, and then promise to do better. No one I guarantee it is coming to save you. I'm also respectful of the rule of law. Looting and damaging local stores, tearing up small businesses and public property, that makes absolutely no sense to me. I do wholeheartedly believe in peace through strength. There are bad actors in the world, hello Putin, and having a strong military keeps those bad actors at bay. I am a gun owner, and yes, I have a concealed carry permit. I'm completely averse to identity politics because I believe much of it is performative and it really doesn't do anything to solve actual problems. I believe that representation matters, but I don't believe that your race or your gender is going to dictate how successful you can be in this world. You won't find my pronouns behind my name, and frankly, if you were to ask me my pronouns, I'd be pretty offended as I think it's obvious. I would never describe myself as a cis woman or replace the letter A with the letter X in the word woman because I just don't think it's necessary. I love this country. I served my country in the military. I'm a Marine Corps veteran, and although I'm a lot older, and a lot slower, and a lot fatter, I would still fight for, and I would still die for this country. Yeah, I'm a conservative. And I'm a woman. And the recent decision by the United States Supreme Court to overturn Roe versus Wade has me very concerned. It has me concerned for women's rights. It has me concerned for the unborn. It has me concerned for the Republican Party. It has me concerned for the divisions within this great nation that seem to only widen day by day. And I'm not talking about the divisions between Democrats and Republicans. I'm talking about the divisions within the party itself. So I find myself needing 
to have a frank discussion with my fellow conservatives. Specifically, I would like to direct this communication to all current governors and candidates running to be governor in the red states. I live in Georgia, so Governor Kemp, please, if there's ever a time to listen, it's now. According to the findings from the Pew Research Center, as of May 2022, six in 10 adults say abortion should be legal in all or most cases. Six in 10. As we all know, Democrats and Republicans are generally on direct opposite sides of this issue. Or at least that's what we are led to believe if you depend on the media to help you form your opinion. An oversimplified view of abortion leads us to believe that there are only two choices. You are either for it or you're against it. And framing this issue in such a simple way is problematic. The issue itself is a complex one and therefore deserving of a nuanced discussion. And this is where conservatives like myself must step up and be more vocal. Because if you dig deeper, you might be surprised to find that there are a pretty significant number of Republicans like me who are pro-choice, but with an asterisk. Now, I say pro-choice with an asterisk because my opinion, just like many others' opinion on abortion, will change depending on the specific time point of the pregnancy. As a matter of fact, the same Pew Research study I cited earlier also states that among the public overall, 56% of adults say that how long a woman has been pregnant should matter in determining whether abortion should be legal. This includes 64% of Republicans and 52% of Democrats agreeing that how long a woman has been pregnant should matter in determining the legality of abortion. So let me repeat that. A majority of Republicans and a majority of Democrats actually agree on something in regards to abortion. You wouldn't know that by what you're seeing on TV and social media right now. Roe v. Wade was an important decision because it held that states could not ban abortion before viability, meaning the point at which a fetus is viable outside of the womb. This is generally viewed by doctors as between 24 and 28 weeks. With 64% of Republicans and 52% of Democrats agreeing that how long a woman has been pregnant should matter in determining the legality of abortion, then this gives us something to work with. There is some common ground here. And if we start the conversation there, we just might be able to fix this. Now, yes, it is true that Republicans are more likely than Democrats to say that abortion should be illegal at each stage of pregnancy. But here's the thing. Even when there's a heartbeat, which happens within the first six weeks of pregnancy, 26% of Republicans say abortion should be legal and another 24% say it depends. And to be fair, there is a small percentage of Democrats, 10% of them, that say abortion should be illegal after a heartbeat is detected, and another 14% say it depends. This is just another example of how this topic is not as clear-cut as some would have you think. Let's look at some more facts regarding when most abortions happen. The Washington Post reported CDC statistics from 2019 that nearly 80% of abortions were performed before the 10th week of pregnancy. 
and almost 93% were performed before the 13th week of pregnancy. That means that most abortions, according to the CDC, are performed in the first trimester. My point is now that Roe v. Wade has been overturned, I am imploring my fellow conservatives who are the decision makers to give the issue of abortion the nuanced and open discussion it deserves. I am imploring you to not allow those who are in support of completely banning abortion, even in the first trimester, to hijack the conversation. I am imploring you to allow cooler heads to prevail, to think about the statistics I just shared with you, and to remember that most Republicans and most Democrats agree that how long a woman has been pregnant should matter when deciding the legality of abortion. And remember the important point about viability. Also, I want you to remember a core value of conservatism, limited government intervention. And that brings me to my next question. What about the abortion pill? The abortion pill is approved to be used to end pregnancies before the 10th week. Again, in the first trimester, way before viability. Would you seriously deny a woman this option? Are we really going to create a system where women will just end up ordering abortion pills online from overseas? Or even worse, create a situation where women will turn to drug traffickers to get abortion pills? Talk about government intrusion. Do you see where this could lead? There is much that needs to be discussed. As with many hot button issues, this is one where there is no magic answer that exists that will make everyone across the board happy. It's just not going to happen. Pro-lifers are just going to have to concede that this is a women's rights issue. And those who support abortion at every stage, including the third trimester and even up to the moment of birth, Y'all are just going to have to concede that this is also a moral issue. And state legislators, you're going to have to concede that this is a complex issue that will have immense political ramifications if you don't take the time to consider the majority opinion. Roe v. Wade held that states could not ban abortion before viability. And as stated before, that's around 24 weeks. Governor Kemp, as you know, as of today, abortion remains legal in Georgia up to 20 weeks. And as a woman, I think that's reasonable. And I think it's in line with what the majority could support. I believe it respects a woman's right to decide for herself whether to continue with the pregnancy. And I also think it provides enough time to make that decision. And as a conservative and as a mom, as well as in keeping with my desire to preserve life, I think the point of viability is the most logical choice for determining that time point in the pregnancy. It will provide protection to a baby that now has a solid chance at life. As an American, I think this is a compromise we need to make to lessen the divide and a compromise we must make to protect women. If we as conservatives truly value limited government, then let's limit it. If we as conservatives truly value the rule of law, then let's be fair about it. If we as conservatives truly value human dignity, then let's protect it. Finally, 
There is one more crucial conservative value I have yet to mention that I want to leave you with as I close. This is the value of individual freedom. As conservatives, how can we claim to support the tenet that all of us are created equal if women are treated as second-class citizens who are not allowed to make this important, very personal decision that's, in all honesty, between them and whatever higher power they believe in, also while under the guidance of their healthcare provider, in a safe environment, without government intrusion, and when the fetus has yet to reach viability, how can we claim to support the tenet that all of us are created equal if we're willing to turn our backs on all of those things I just listed? Now that these decisions will be left to the states, I hope that you, the leaders of my party, the Republican Party, will take this opportunity to show that the issue of abortion does not have to be the divisive issue we perceive it to be. Show that conservatives can reach across the aisle and find solutions to difficult problems. Show that we adhere to the philosophic and jurisprudential concept of separation of church and state. I am tired of the negative conservative stereotypes fueled by the fringe on the right and exacerbated by the fringe on the left. It's time we get back to rational thought and discussion, and that time is now. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and a review. Also, you can now buy some communication 24-7 swag. Yes! Please go to our website and spell the numbers out, www.communication247.com. Buy some merch, submit a pic to me, and I'll give you a shout out on the next episode. Remember to follow me on Facebook, LinkedIn, and also subscribe to the Communication 24-7 podcast YouTube channel to find out when our next edition of Unscripted is being live streamed. Watch during the live stream and participate by making comments and asking questions. Till then, take care.